of the show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Jamie, it says here, you are a tattoo artist? Yes, sir. Oh, ma'am. Sorry, I, I did not know yeah. you were a lady. Um. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, that, it's okay. That makes it even better. I just You have that ambiguous name, so I was not really sure. Um, now, how long have you been tattooing? I've been tattooing 10 years. I started, you know, I started doing art when I was 12 years old, like doing paintings when I was 12 years old. Uh-huh. You know, I've been doing it my whole life. And I uh, started in New Jersey, in a small town called Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and I uh, love tattoos. And I started my own shop about, actually just opened February 1st, Fire Inc. Plug your shop. What's it called? It's called Siren Inc. Siren you know, like Inc. The them to their death. <laughs> She's saying siren. Siren ink or fire, fire and, ink. and ink? No, siren. Ah, see, siren. Yep. My ears work. Okay. And where are you located? We are located right on 19 in Newport Ritchie. Oh, man. Uh, right next to Ward's Towing. Oh, man. You got Newport Ritchie tattoos in the house. <laughs> now, uh, would you be willing to come in and can you? How are you, how are you doing faces? I can do faces. I've done, like, a lot of people's faces before. You know, obviously, not just anybody. I can't just... I know, but you ever see that, that picture like, on the internet but... of that Puerto Rican girl and her, like, at her quinceanera oh, that the yeah. guy put on, and she looks like she's got, like, a zombie lady? I mean, <laughs> faces are hard to do. Or and... that guy who got Angelina Jolie yeah. as, uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, you're thinking of Billy Madison. No. <laughs> Didn't you see that one recently where the guy, and he wipes it, and the guy's smiling, and he's like, eh... Oh, it's no. terrible. Hold on, I'll show you. <laughs> well, you would have the task, Jamie, of tattooing my face onto a person okay. we call Crazy Patty. Okay. You All th- right. I can do that. You think so? It's a, bring my a, portfolio in. No, no. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going on me, so I'm not really that concerned <laughs> about how good you are. In 10 years, you got to be pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I it's like basically everything that I'm good at. I love it. I mean, the, the worst thing is you're in Newport Ritchie, so you're like, I bet you specialize like in roses and Harley Davidson logos. <laughs> no, um, I specialize in gray. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean you specialize. I meant you get a lot of requests for. I wasn't insulting you. I was oh, saying, yeah. Well, yeah. mostly you know, infinity signs and palm trees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah things like that. That's like, hey man, can you put a carburetor from an E7 Maverick on? Uh, well, if you would like to. What? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, an infinity sign's about, you know, 70 bucks. That's my minimum. So yeah. <laughs> that's like my marker for price. A lot of 50-year-old ladies getting dolphins for the first time. I get you. I want to show you this real quick. Stand by. Galvin's showing me the tattoo. All right. There she is with the double guns, Lara Croft style. And then he wipes it off. Oh, yeah. my. Oh, my. That looks like if Gina Carano was retarded. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, well, Jamie, what's your availability? Can you come in one morning this week and do it? Yeah, sure, no problem. All right, if you'll hold on for a second, I'll give you the Spanish, and I'll get your information and call you after the show today, okay? All right, thank you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'd like to get a bunch of dolphins in a circle on my shoulder, please. Oh, that would look Can good. Can you make an infinity out of two kissing porpoises? Can you do a sun around my belly button? Yeah. Oh, Batista's going to be mad at you. What? He, he doesn't have that. I know. He had it, though. Um, it's funny you say that because that came up in my Facebook memories today of you and I the first time we had Batista in the studio. Oh yeah, back when we were in the old, in the old studio. Uh, all right, so let's get right to it. I got this email last night, 
And I, I tell you people all the time about GoFundMes, and everybody will still send me emails, and they start it all out the same way that goes, I know you don't like GoFundMes, but well, don't, don't, it's not that I don't like GoFundMes. GoFundMe is a great way for you to get money for something that, sorry, I got a mustache hair in my mouth, that is dire that you're, you know, you need medication, your kid's sick or something. But my problem is, is that I get so many of them that if I post all of them or try to promote all of them, it's people get desensitized to it and they don't care about it anymore. So I really don't do it. I really don't. Every once in a while, if if there's some sort of fundraiser coming up or event that I can tell people about, hey, uh, Billy is uh, having a fundraiser on Saturday at Carnival. It's raising money for his medication. But you can take your family there and have a good time. That's a little bit different. That's just getting the word out about something that's going on there. Right. But a GoFundMe is people constantly asking for money. Nobody's going to care after a while. They've all become angry at it now because... Too many people have taken advantage. Huh, I'm an old fat guy, and I want to open an Italian ice place, but I need fifty grand of your money to do it. And they're like, why would I do that? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So I got this email last night, and I get a lot of crazy emails. Occasionally, I'll get one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I feel very blessed that most of the emails are, "Hey, I listened to the show a long time. I really like you guys' show." But really, I would say ninety percent of them are positive. But every once in a while, I'll get the "You suck," "You're fat," and "Stupid," and I'm like, whatever. Those things never bother me. This one bothered me last night. This lady sent me an email and it said, Mike, I've listened to you for the last several years. I must say I'm getting turned off here recently. I have to read it. She wrote it really weird. I'm getting turned off here recently due to the way you speak of your success. I was on the 275 watching a mother with her son crying as she didn't know what she was going to do as she was rear ending it's it's very poorly written and then in parentheses is dead to traffic merging onto 275 from i4 lo and behold lo l-o-u-g-h lo and behold you spoke of eating out at charlie's so many can't afford before you judge me for speaking my fiance his is a pharmacist and i'm a buyer for a multi-millionaire company no financial worries here but I ask that you be more thoughtful of others. Please be more humble. I don't understand what she's referring to. I recently ate at Charlie's Steakhouse, and I talked about it on the air, and I believe the part that I talked about was the fact that we Robert Kelly and I destroyed a seafood tower that's usually designed for six people. Mm-hmm. We ate it like champions all the way down to the bottom last piece. And the last piece had a weird smell to it. We notified the uh, manager, and she wanted to take the the entire thing off of our bill. And we were like, no, we we loved every ounce of that. That one just seemed a little weird. Just want to give you a heads up in case something was wrong. We could be wrong. Turns out she, the chef looked at it, and they were all fine. Okay, it might have been something that we just smelled. Could have been the ice or something. But we thought we'd tell them because they were such nice people. And then she insisted, well, let me, I'm going to adjust the bill. And we were like, absolutely not. We thoroughly enjoyed that. And, of course, she took it off the bill anyway. So uh, that is why I think I was talking about Charlie's. And I was talking about my stories of hanging out with Robert Kelly and Paul Verzi that night. Okay. Which is what we do. I don't consider Charlie's to be a super fancy restaurant. I mean, like, really, when you think about it, we only have one super fancy restaurant in this area, and it's Burns. Burns is about on par with the rest of the uh, nice places as far as food goes, but 
you have to be dressed a certain way, and you have to really prepare for a three-hour dinner if you're going to Burns. We went to Charlie's at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was wearing jeans and a T-shirt, and I think Bobby was wearing shorts. So uh, there was nothing about that story that was trying to make me say, look at me, I can eat at Charlie's. Right. And I, I just I couldn't believe that this woman had sent me this. So I wrote back to her, letting her know this, and of course I haven't heard anything back yet. But I put it on the Facebook page so that you can go read it and see it for yourself. I didn't even point out all the ridiculous spelling and you know word usage errors because I, as you always point out, type so fast, and I and I, especially when I'm angry and I want to get something out there where I spell things wrong. I think I even spelled Charlie's two different ways in my thing. So all I'm saying is. This is just a tiny glimpse into the BS that we put up with sometimes from people. I'm not complaining about it because the good certainly outweighs the bad. But just to give you an idea, uh, I, at, at the end of the day when I leave here and we're not telling fart jokes and I'm in bed and I'm home with my family and then this woman's going to get on there and try to tell me what a horrible person I've become because I ate a steak. But you know what it is. It's her in her own mind. She has built up this whole thing and whatever's going on in her life and she's projecting it on you interesting that you say that galvin my exact words to her were and let me get down there uh i said you are projecting the guilt you felt when you saw those poor people on me instead of actually doing something for them you felt so guilty that you tried to make me feel bad yeah and i put it didn't work you have mental problems so if you didn't eat at charlie's those people would have been they wouldn't have had an accident they wouldn't been on the side of the road or whatever according to her I am bragging uh-huh. about my wealth, which has been ridiculously overstated on this radio station, thanks to Robert Kelly, who once proclaimed that I made $13 million a year. Right. And and uh, we've made such a ridiculous joke about that, that people are starting to wonder if it's true. It's not. And uh, I'm telling you, I don't know what more I can say. When, when we talk about um, cars, I drive a car that is now... Uh, 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what I wear basketball shorts and T-shirts to work every day. Right. There's usually not an article of clothing on me that I have that's worth more than $29. I don't know at what point you think that I've crossed over into this highfalutin uh, man who has security and will only eat at Tampa's best restaurants. M- Spanish and I ate at, what was the name of that place? Casita Taqueria. Casita Taqueria. Great food. I'd eat there four times oh, a week if possible. Yes. And I don't, uh, I don't, I hope that's not a, a brag to you, lady, <laughs> but I enjoy tacos Yeah. and I enjoy my favorite restaurant in the Lutzland, the Lakes area. Thank you for not cooking Chinese food mm-hmm. where my total bill for four people will probably be around 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I bet whenever you have tacos, you get extra cheese and all that. Son the of a fancy, bitch. Yeah. yeah. I going to tell <laughs> you right like, now. They're like, no cheese on my tacos. They're like, do you want lettuce? And you're like, all the lettuce. Yeah. Put me, as much <laughs> lettuce. I won't even cut pay a new for guacamole. Uh, cut a new head. Yeah. Uh, Justin, uh, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. Good morning, guys. How are you? What's up, Justin? Not much. Well, first of all, I read that uh, post this morning. That lady's a full-fledged douche cookie. I own a business. You're very successful at radio. I'm working my way to be successful. But my point is, when people take a chance in life financially, business-wise, to provide for their family, to make themselves better in life, to provide better for their family, it's people like that that piss me off because we're the ones that go out there, grind every day, get up before everybody else, and do things that other people want to do to be successful. So this lady wants you to 
stop boasting, not boasting, but just saying, hey, this is my day. I'm going to go hang out with a couple friends at Charlie's. So people like that can just go pack stand because they're jealous about what other people are doing and they're not doing. Yeah, well, you know what? Like I, me, I, I off her husband. completely agree with you. But the weirdest thing to me is, like, if I was like, well, Tuesday we're going to Burns and Wednesday we're going to Ocean Prime and Thursday we're going, I mean, then then you're like, okay, well, yeah. now you're just trying to show everybody what a hotshot you are. Everybody you knows know. how down-to-earth guy you are and how somebody that used to be very popular in this other town always wanted to rub it in your face to see where he is now. <laughs> I think so that's is, I think that's why it bothers me the most is because I do consider yeah. myself to be one of the most humble guys. You know, I I love Howard Stern. I grew up listening to him. You'll never see Howard Stern. You'll never run into him anywhere. He he is not. I mean, he may be the nicest guy in the world, but I would imagine he's not very approachable. Where I am, like, no. I don't care if I'm in a restaurant eating. If you're going to come over and tell me you like the show, come over. I'm happy to meet you. I agree with you 100. percent But my main point is, is that. We go out and do things that other people won't do to be successful and provide for our family, and people want to uh, look down on us. Yeah. You know, ask them. You know, it's about providing for your family and giving things to them that you never had growing up, or you just even not even something that's not mature, just knowing there's a roof overhead and the bills are paid at the end of the month. And if you want to go to Charlie's, the money's there to go do it. So F that lady and hope she dies. <laughs> oh, wow. Right. Thank you. Wow. I don't necessarily wish her death, but um, uh, John, good morning. You're on the mic out the show. Hey, Mike, do you think uh, that bad smell at Charlie's might have been your cat pee shorts when you get to the end? I was not wearing those that day, sir. It could have been another pants. I mean, come on. It's true. Cat could have peed on more than one pair. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk. Uh, It didn't smell like pee-pee either. Thank you. Uh, Edward, good morning. Hey, this is Edward. I just want to say that the best Mexican food is Lolis. Now you're like George. You're going to say uh, Lolis is better than uh, Celine Dion. Forget it. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Loli, let me tell you what's wrong with Lolis. Lolis, Lolis, however you say it. Let me tell you what the problem is. You know what the problem is there, sir? What? Drew R. Garabo. Okay, let me tell you why. Because how long have you been going there? I've been going there for about six months now. Okay, so you you never even went to the old location, did you? Oh, yeah. I okay. love the old location. Right. It has that housey feel to right. it. Right. The old location was in a little house in the middle of nowhere, and we went there, and we'd go there, and Pete would order, and I don't even know what he was saying because Pete would speak half-broken Spanish to them, and then next thing you know, we'd have delicious food. And then Pete brought Drew there one day, and Drew opened his big fat mouth about it on the radio. And then after a while, you couldn't even go there without waiting twenty minutes in line to get in because Drew told the rest of the world about it. And now they had to move into a bigger location because Drew opened his big fat mouth. And the bigger location kind of feels like a franchise, right? Oh, I don't listen. I don't care. They could be selling out of a truck or a house. It's still delicious food. But I'm just saying, now too many people know about it. Yeah, I went to Texas, and I tasted incredible Mexican food. And when I came over here and I tasted Lolis, to me, it was exactly the same as Mexican food in Texas. Now we're doing the, same, now we're doing the same thing as Drew. We're just building it up. Yep. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, it's spelled L-O-L-I, and it is in the uh, area of, like, Waters and um, it's, it's Right veterans. near that Wawa there. Yeah, right. It, up. it is fantastic Mexican food, sir. Oh, yeah. excellent, excellent. Thank yeah. you for uh-huh. making us hungry in the morning. I appreciate it. Sure, no problem. Uh, Bye-bye now. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's really good stuff. And you don't even have to know. what. Just go in there and just be like, just give me some of that stuff. And I'll try all of that. Anyway, uh, the emails are up on uh, Instagram.com slash the Mike Count the Show and on our Facebook page. I don't need, I'm not looking for people to bash this woman. I, I'm not looking for you to say how great I am. 
just a little glimpse into what sort of lunacy goes into being on the radio. Every yeah, day. it's weird. That and a certain amount of um, people feel like they're owed something. You know what I mean? Right. Man, I, gotta, I gotta shave. I got all sort of mustache hairs crawling into my mouth. When was the last time you shaved it up a little bit? I don't, I definitely, I'm overdue. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm like, <laughs> just tiny little, now if it was a hair from my head, I'd be vomiting my face off. Uh, even from your own head? From my own head. Oh, yeah. It is w- almost worse to me to look down on a plate of food and see my own hair than it is to have one in my mouth. You would have hated when I had long hair. I used to always take it and put it in my mouth and chew on it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to say, I don't even know if I can say this right now when I'm throwing up. It really made me, made me nervous. A plate of yellow scrambled eggs with a hair in it. Mm, delicious. I could puke right now. Is that what you ordered? Is that what Carmen's getting no, you for I breakfast? I don't eat eggs. I don't eat eggs. Maybe I don't eat eggs because of that. Oh, yeah. That is vile. Right? Yeah. Just, just even if it's just laying at the top. Oh, God. Even if it's mine. Even if I watched it fall from my, <laughs> from my balding head onto a plate of yellow scrambled eggs and it laid there. You know what? You know what takes after me? My daughter. My daughter sees a hair anywhere in the vicinity of the table. She can't eat. Mm. She can't eat. By the way, that noise, that's what Bobby Kelly does the minute you suggest something gross. Oh, yeah. We can make him throw up like that. He's easy, He's an easy puker. Are they done with the uh, cruise? they back now? Yeah, he got back on Sunday. They're back uh, They're back home. I had him going for a little while. That you were I was on the yeah. cruise. I took pictures from Google of inside the cruise, and one, one of them was a picture of a room and I sent it to him and it was it had like luggage in there so it looked like it was somebody's room and I didn't notice there was somebody on the balcony and he wrote back, You're not on the cruise. I go, Here's my room and he wrote back, Who's on the balcony? And I wrote back, Steve. And he bought it for like you know me? You know buddy Steve went on the cruise. Ryan, good morning, you're on the Mike Calta show. How you doing guys? Uh big fan, never called in before. I listened from five in the morning all the way until Roughly two, three o'clock. Good and, man. Uh, Good man. Yeah, thanks. I, I've never met you guys. Uh, it would be awesome. You know, unfortunately, we we have a newborn now and two small kids, and you know, I wish I could, you know, uh, see you guys at you know Pitbull Toddler, but I just you know, sometimes it's just not conducive because I work really early. We get it. Um, and I was just wondering. Uh, I'm I, I, I'm really sorry, but what did uh, I miss? Because I was dropping off my daughter. What what was that thing that the uh, the email was about? If you don't mind, the, if you, the email is it's up on our Instagram. If you want to go read it, basically the woman I was telling a story about how I took Robert Kelly and Paul Verzi to Charlie's Steakhouse while they were in town for the Impractical Jokers cruise, and that woman said that I I had come across like I'm bragging because I said that we went to Charlie's. I'm fla- flaunting my wealth that she seems to think that I have. Really has no idea how much money I make, how much money I have. If Charlie's Steakhouse is within my financial, uh, you know, regular financial ability or not, she has no idea. But in her in her mind, I'm flaunting my wealth, and there are people in this world that are less fortunate, and somehow I have to feel bad about that. Well, uh, I, this is, uh, you know, obviously just my opinion, but she probably uh, was led into that direction by somebody else. You know what I mean? So, no, I don't uh, know. She could have been her own... Her own yeah. reasoning. I don't know what. I don't know really what was behind her intention. And uh, all I know is I'm showed it to you so you could just get a little glimpse as to the crazy that goes on 
in the minds of you people that listen to the show. <laughs> Not all of you. You and Canamore. <laughs> you missed that this morning. If you didn't listen early, you don't know who Canamore is. <laughs> and you're going to Google it now because you're going to think it mm-hmm. sounds like somebody I should know. Did he play for... I believe he played for the Chiefs at one oh, point. Yeah. No? Well, you, you missed it. Uh, I must take a break. It is the Mike Calda Show. Our phone number is 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. We'll take some phone calls. And we'll tell you what we got coming up for Valentine's Day this week for your listening enjoyment when we come back. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.